This is Cameron Reedy on Leroy and Earl's Pitch Shift. Listen to them. They are funny. And I will see you later. Alrighty, welcome to the Leroy and Earl Show. I'm Ricky. Shut up. Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Leroy. I'm Leroy. I'm Ricky Dixon. And you are listening to the Adult Cartoon Podcast here on the uh, the Not Anything Label Network. Um, <clears throat> as you heard in the intro there, I'm drinking a Jack and Coke and spilling whiskey all over the studio. And that's not cool. It's not cool, right? Because you know that uh, whiskey is is worse for your computer than soap and water. Not maybe, maybe it might be, but uh, I didn't douse my Mac in whiskey. I just spilled a little on the desk here. I wish I had a rag, but I don't. So anyway, uh, yeah, Ricky's back. Uh, he was banished for a while uh, for ruining my Mac, but the Mac's back, baby, and uh, it's cruising along and. An update on the blues album. I have been cranking out some songs, let me tell you. Um, one thing I should say, it's not going to be 100% all blues. It's going to be blues, a lot of blues songs, but there's going to be a few other other uh, style songs on there from the gang. Uh, Saul Gordon got a hold of me today. He's working on a, this is his word, it's not mine, a techno type song. <laughs> He's got, I know, right? Ricky's looking at me like techno. I, I don't. Th- I mean, he's an old man. He's could do that. The disco. He could do the disco, but uh, he said it's a techno type song. Not. It's not 100 percent techno, but whatever. I haven't heard it yet, so we'll, we'll find out. He says he's writing it about his law firm of Quaker Dick and Hyde. <clears throat> and uh, in other pitch shift news, um, this show is tonight being brought to you by Expert Computer Repair. Uh, he's the guy who fixed my Mac, so I decided <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and give him some uh, shout-outs here, even though uh, I have a lot of listeners that don't live in the Northeast Ohio area. But if you do live in the Northeast Ohio area, I'm telling you, call Matt Fontaine at Expert Computer Repair. His phone number is 330-548-2009, or you can get him at 330-256-6975. Tell him Leroy from the Leroy and Earl Show referred you to now if you go see him he's in kent ohio uh he's just a guy who runs uh his out of his house he's running a business out of his house he also fixes cars which i found to be a unusual combination uh of someone who's a crease monkey and someone who's a computer guy now someone uh i mentioned that to someone else they said well a lot of grease monkeys have to be computer guys now Mm, maybe maybe but uh yeah i know cars are computerized but they just plug something into the thing and do a readout. They're not like computer guys. They ain't tearing apart Mac minis and fixing them, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, if you live in the Northeast Ohio area and you have a computer issue, call Matt at Expert Computer Repair. Again, 330-256-6975. And uh, <clears throat> the one thing I <clears throat> should have done as I was uh, bartering with Matt I should have told him I had a podcast, and if I gave him free promos, if I could get a little money off. But you know, I'm not that smart. You know, that's something that I would I would have never thought of either, Mister Leroy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not saying much, Ricky. Anyway, Ricky, how how the hell are you? How the hell are you? 
I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, I, I really miss being on the show. I'm sorry. I cut grass today for you, and 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 so we're, we're going to get square. You didn't cut the grass today. I Yes, I did. Whose grass did you cut? Mine. <laughs> I think you're missing the whole point of working off the money. You're supposed to cut my grass. I'm not paying you to cut your grass. All right, well, you didn't, you didn't get specificity. You got you to be specific. <laughs> Damn it. It's like I forget who I'm dealing with. Anyway, here I am broadcasting the adult cartoon podcasts on the Nothing Podcast Network. Drinking Jack and Coke. Hold on. On tonight's show, I'm going to play part two of the Phil Hendry uh, show I started last week where he gets apple treed, his wife gets apple treed by the census taker. I thought it was hilarious. Now, I did, excuse me, let me clear the throat there. I did have a complaint about the Phil Hendry replay. Carlisi did not like it. And he, at first I thought he was joking, right? He's like, I don't like the, I don't like that. I wanted to hear you. And I'm like, well, that's flattering, but uh, I think it's hilarious. And uh, I, you know, I can't come up with an hour's worth of material for Gildano. So I got to fill the time somehow. And he said, no, he didn't like it. So he's the only person I've heard from that says they don't like the Phil Hendry replays. What, Rick? That's... Mr. Carlisi came over to the studio. Remember time to, to do show? Yes, Carlisi was in studio uh, when Earl and Tuna were here. And I don't know if you were here. I think you were here. And uh, why? Why are you bringing that up? Well, I, I, he doesn't like Mr. Phil Hendry's shows. I, I, I don't like Mr. Carlisi. You're saying you don't like him because he doesn't like Phil? Well, that's just one reason. He made me uncomfortable when, when he was here. He did. What did he do to make you uncomfortable? Well, he kept offering me his penis. What? He kept offering me penis. Uh, I was here the whole time, and that did not happen. I'll tell you, he would he he would reach out his hand and say, "Would you like some penis?" Are you saying peanuts? Yeah. <laughs> he offered you peanuts. Yeah, that made me made me uncomfortable. Well, Rick, yes, I gave Carl, I, when Carlisi came over, I, I had him a chair, I had some peanuts and stuff, and some, some sodas and stuff, and he offered you some peanuts, and that made you uncomfortable. Yes, it did. Well, too bad. So, Carlisi, sorry, tonight we're going to listen to the second half of that show from, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is my train of thought. Looking over here at the board, what happened this week? With the face of Dave on Twitter, anybody that follows us on Twitter, which is Michelle, I think, probably the only one. Face of Dave, uh, we got into a little bit of a scuffle, I would say, on uh, Twitter. Dave is such a hardcore anti-Trump person. I don't really know what Dave stands for. I don't know what he's for, but I definitely know what he's against. <laughs> That's Donald Trump. At any level, I think I said on the show last week that we, we weren't, as Leroy and Earl, Earl and I, we're not political. It's not a political show. Uh, and he, he pointed out uh, via direct message on Twitter that uh, on May 23rd of 2018, uh, when we were first getting to meet Dave, he, he wanted to know if, he said, you guys, I, I, he said, I need to know you guys aren't pro-Trump, right? You're just anti-Hillary, which was, you know. Yeah, yes and no. 
And we were so anti-Hillary, we were pro-Trump. And, you know, I guess we're pro-Trump. Hey, Dave, we're pro-Trump. Trump 2020. Trump 2020. Just lost a listener. Down to five now. I think that was probably a mistake. Because Mr. Dave, he's he's a loyal listener. I know he is. And he knows I'm just messing. The bottom line is, politics, no matter what side of the fence you're on, man, I just don't care enough to, like, ruin a friendship. Or, or even uh, talk bad about somebody. Now, Dave keeps trying to, he's trying to goad me on, on Twitter. He's trying to get me into in to defending Trump. And, you know, I, I can't really defend Trump. I mean, here's the thing. It, it's really looking like his, his, a lot of his policies are working. I mean, I hate to say that, Dave. And Dave's like, no, uh-uh, they ain't working. Nothing's working. It's all hell. We're all going to hell. This place is big. Ge- it's Gilead. It's Gilead. Uh, all over again. Uh, not all over again, but starting. That's what Dave thinks. I'm messing with you, Dave. Hold on, I need some more Jack. Here's some Jack and Coke. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> too, too close. You're too close to the microphone. That's my job. I know. Here's some Jack and Coke ASMR. I don't know about that. Weird. <laughs> Let's give this a try and see what happens here real quick. Wow. Nothing. What happened? Where'd it go? There it is. Son of a bitch! Dang it. Anyway, yeah, we're going to do a Thunder replay tonight. I think I'm going to get right on into it. Shift uh, heads, I don't think I have any other news for you. There seemed like there was something I was going to talk about, but I can't remember what it was. I advertised. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Carlizzi, but we're going to... Oh, you know what I just did? Dang it. All right, so that shift heads right there is an example of when I had to stop the show. Because I had the Phil Hendry replay all queued up to pick up where we left off last week. And then I wanted to play that son of a bitch clip. And it because I used the same media player, it, you know, it, so I had to bring up the Phil Hendry show. But good news is it's ready to go. And here we go. Enjoy this from Phil Hendry. From, this is from April 25th of the year 2000. Over 19 years old. Unbelievable. Enjoy. Except for Carlisi. Carlisi offered me his penis. Peanuts. Peanuts. Not your penis. Phil Henry Show, 1-800-449-8686. The Phil Henry Show website, available at philhenryshow.com. You can pick up the best of the Phil Henry Show 99 CD, Communism is Neat. It's available for $23.50, $3.50 shipping and handling, and $20, and the money goes to my friend's place, a resource center for homeless and runaway kids in Los Angeles. Uh, and to date, we have raised 100 this year. Uh, our campaign commenced in mid-December. We've raised about $128 million. Dollar. Did I say $128 million? $128,000. $128 million. If I could pull together $128 million, I wouldn't be doing it for my friend's place. I got a pool I got to pay off. Anyway, $128,000. We're very thankful for your support. So go to philhenryshow.com and check it out. Harvey Wireman, attorney at law, is with us. We're talking about the census and the reasons why the census is not good, in his opinion. Uh, as an attorney, Harvey, I've heard you not give many legal opinions. You've been giving me a whole lot of reasons why you don't like the census because you suspect a census taker of having uh, taken your, your wife to bed. You know. Uh, well, that's reason enough for me not to like the census. I gave you legal reasons. I gave you constitutional reasons. But you said to me there's got to be something per- uh, personal. Yes, there was. A census taker 
laid some pipe in my bedroom. Jesus Christ. You know, you talk about the government screwing you, and I don't mean that as a joke. Government screwed my wife. And I don't think it's funny, and I don't like people making jokes at my expense. The lady laughed, okay? She laughed. Here's Struthers on the Phil Henry Show. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Hi. My wife passed on three years ago, Phil. I know she did. Yes, ma'am. You're on the air. Go ahead. Well, my only complaint is his filthy language. I wish he'd clean it up, you know. Well, what I did like I say, dear? What did I say? Every word that comes out of your mouth is filth. Well, I'm sorry. I lost my dear Gladys. She was 72 when I lost her. Well, you'll never get to heaven using the word Jesus like you use it. Well, I, I try to be a good man, but every well, time I walk past my... your language a little bit. Well, you know something? Every time I walk past my bedroom door and I look in, all I can see is a census taker's rear end going up and down. There you go again. No, 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 no. I, all I said was rear end. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I lost my husband, too. God bless you. But, uh, when did that happen, dear? Eighteen years ago. I'm so sorry to hear that. But anyhow, I just wish that you know what I, better you know what language... I mean? You know what I mean? When you come home and you see your own wife walking bow-legged, I, why let's did it not talk happen? about that. Why let's did not it talk happen? about it. Uh, why did it have to? Do you play cards? The best thing is forget about it. Do you play cards? Forget here? the past and that's go very to the good. Future. Forget the past and live your life. Right. Can, can forget ask, the past. Can I ask you something, darling? Yes. Do you play cards? Yes, I, love, I do sometimes. Do you like to play? Uh, we play, we've got a bridge uh, deal that we do. Do you no, do that? Never played bridge. No. What do you play, dear? Five hundred and oh, pinochle. Great game. Have you ever and, and forgive me, but have you ever walked bow legged or, or No, you don't I need haven't. to say I, that. I, I no, 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 no. I wish you I'm would sorry. stop talking that I'm way. sorry, I just I want I can't. you to clean up your language yes, for your I own know, sake. I know it, but you wouldn't do that to your husband, would you? Absolutely not. And yet my wife had to I, throw pillows down on a chair. Well, I I said let's not talk <sighs> about that. Man. It's years, tough. years ago, we said people use filthy language because they didn't have enough brains for intelligence. Well, but, but wait a second. I said apple trade, and this dumbass talk show. What happened? She hung up on you because she didn't want you using that language. What'd she do? She hung up. Why? Because you called me a dumbass. Oh, for Christ's sake. All I said, I tried to say apple tree, and you didn't know what I was talking about, did you? And then I, I didn't know what you meant. So then I said, made whoopee, and then I said, lay in pipe. I said, 23 skidoo. I said everything that I could say, and so you forced me into saying, uh, bring in lumber, didn't you? I didn't, I didn't know what you were talking about, but I saw a census taker apple treed your wife. I didn't know what you meant. And now that poor lady thinks I'm a piece of crap because of you. Thanks a lot, Phil. Thank you. Oh, I see. It's my fault. Yes, it is, because you knew what I meant by apple tree, and you tried me to get this. You wanted me to say bang, and you want me to say ass, and I know why you have me on your show, because I'm colorful. I'm a 78-year-old man. I would worked my ass off in my life to do the things that I thought were right. And Harvey, I know you're a great attorney, and you loved your wife very much. I honestly don't bring you on the show to ridicule you. I honestly bring you on the show to get opinions from you, okay? Well, I don't believe it. Well, you're going to have to believe it. I was asking you about the census. You're the guy that brought up the fact that your wife got apple treed, not me. You're the guy that brought up the fact she was throwing down pillows. And then you asked that lady, have you ever walked bow-legged? 75-year-old woman. Well, I... <sighs> Take a drink of water and chill out, man. Barstow on the Phil Henry Show. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. 
I think you're talking to a man of an entirely different generation. And I think... Little pause here, shift heads. I one thing I forgot to mention. I actually didn't forget to mention it. I didn't mention it because I didn't know it at the time. But uh, I'm going to do more than the replay tonight. Father James is going to be on here a little bit with a new segment he's going to do about uh, military news. Uh, I decided well, I'm going to try every week to bring up a military story. Me and I asked Father James to do it. So Father James is going to call in with a military story uh, after we're done with Phil and after we take a break. And in tonight's break. We got a brand new song from Killswitch Engage. Killswitch Engage has a new album coming out, and one of the songs is featuring Howard Jones. Just so you know, I've been waiting for that for a long time. Hopefully, the next album will be all Howard Jones. <laughs> anyway, at the break, we're going to listen to new Killswitch Engage. Phil Henry and Father James will be doing a military spotlight story. He's missed something in all of this when his mother said every woman will, because every woman won't. She might have been forced. I can't see. An acquiescent act causing three days' worth of pillows to sit on. I didn't have that much pain when I had a child. And I feel very, very sorry for him because he didn't ask her. Maybe she was very hurt. Are you saying she was raped? She could have been. Normal sex uh, wouldn't cause that. I'm, I'm sorry? Normal sex would not cause three pillows for three days and walking bow-legged. You know something, I wish you were, what you were saying was true, but you should have seen some of the guys that I was with in the Marines. And I don't even want to... I, I don't know, know what, to, what men you, do. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about what they, I don't, I'm not talking about what they do. I'm talking about how they're equipped. I'm married to a Marine. If she was forced... And he's wonderful. <laughs> if she but was, I wouldn't well, let me ask you something. anybody, even if he wasn't wonderful, and he was All wasn't. right, then, and you know you've had to use a pillow every now and again to sit on, right? No, I have not. Well, then he can't be a Marine. Oh, yes, he is. Then I'm 100% man. Honey, if he's a Marine, you're sitting on pillows. I oh, come on. What are we talking about? Do that. If she was forced, then why was she whistling for three days? <laughs> for three days, whistling that uh, the movie had just come out. <laughs> he's a Marine. Maybe she was so nervous she Sippity couldn't doodah. stand it because I certainly wouldn't confide in a man with your attitude. I was married to my wife for 47 years. We loved each other, and we were through each other thick and thin. That's I only right. hope that you're married to a guy that long. How many, guys, how many men I've have you been married I've got a wonderful to? one. How many times have you been married? Unfortunately, four, but I finally four. got a good yeah, there one. there you go. I know you've sat on a pillow at least once in your life. When I had a, kids, Okay, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Uh, I think that's a very interesting uh, uh, point that you're making. She Harvey, how have, do you know that she... Never trust him she wasn't raped. She wouldn't have been whistling zippity-freaking-doo-dah for three days. Zippity-doo-dah. Yeah, that sounds like a woman that was raped, all right. Holy. Then why on earth would you put up with that? If you're any you kind know of why? a man, yeah, why you didn't you, put up with I want to know, why didn't you confront her? <sighs> why didn't you confront her? Tell me. Because during, when I was in college, I worked for the Census Department. Yeah? Did you apple tree some woman? You did, didn't you? It's the best sex I ever had. So you're going door-to-door taking a census, and you apple treed some chick, huh? Now listen to your language. Oh, I'm using your terms, man. Thank you, ma'am. I think we got to the bottom of this. You know what? I think it's a big case of a pot calling a kettle black, and I don't have very much respect for that, man. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. 
Thank you. Look, and she's a woman. You know as well as I do she'll go to bed with anything. And it- You're working for the census department, and you went to bed with some woman at the door. How dare he put women in that category? Well, the thing that bothered me the most is that my wife was sitting on pillows for three days, and this chick that I apple-treed, she barely noticed. <laughs> she barely well, noticed. maybe you yeah. were doing something wrong. So you apple-treat her where? On the kitchen table. And she barely noticed. So you figured your wife didn't notice when you took her to bed. My wife didn't notice. My wife's sitting on... Oh, you mean when I took her to bed? Yeah. Occasionally she woke up. You know, she'd be sleeping. And well, then you're I, definitely... Oh, you man, were definitely oh, doing man. something wrong. I'm glad I've got my Marine. I wouldn't she trade him for anyone time, like you. She said to me, Harvey, are you in yet? And I said, holy Christ. All right, ma'am. Thank you very much. You married to a Marine and you never sat on a pillow. Boy, that's... I don't have All right. To. Thank you very much for your call, ma'am. Pasadena on the Phil Henry Show. Hello. Hello. Yes, hi. Hi. Um, I think it's important to um, realize... And, um, and I'm separate... sorry. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Um, I think it's important to separate the two issues here. I feel um, as if Harvey is having issues with his wife, and I think that's important to separate from the... You know, census issue because those are two completely different things. Absolutely, well, Harvey thing is really is, blurring the lines here. I never and got I laid so much than when I worked for the Census Bureau. And well, forget about whether you got laid working for the Census Department. This woman's making a good point. The census is one thing. How often you get laid is something else. I think those are interpersonal issues that individuals need to deal with and not, you know, place the blame elsewhere. Because I think the blame. In- lie within, not in the census, because that's, and being a lawyer, my roommate is in law school right now, and I know that she's taking a lot of logic classes, and it's a lot of thinking and logic and whatnot, and I feel like there's a total absence of logic in his argument. It's just not there, and as well, like, you know, stereotyping all women into one group, I just think that's very poor. And well, I, I apologize, and I apologize. I, I apologize, and I don't mean to stereotype all women, but I got to tell you something. Census workers get more ass than a pair of hot pants. And when I See, worked again, for this, what, sir, what I, yes, sir? ma'am, yes, ma'am. Um, again, are you are stereotyping all census workers, and that is not a fair or accurate statement. In all, groups, you can't say are, that about. Uh, so a census worker, yeah. Well, I. It's not a fair statement. I mean, right. do, you t- do you appreciate it when people are stereotyping lawyers as cheats? No, and... I don't. That's a good point. No, I do not. That's a very good point. But so uh, I think putting yourself in that place, you need to really examine the argument that you are making and, first of all, separate the issue that you had with your wife because that's an interpersonal issue that should have been dealt with with counseling and whatnot, but not... I mean, it's... But lawyers, not you know, a sensitive issue. Lawyers only screw people in a pocketbook. A census taker, if what I'm led to believe by my wife sitting on pillows, they give it to you right now. Okay, thank you. What? What did I, what did I do wrong now, Mr. Talk Show sir, host? We don't need sir. to... Yes, ma'am. I think it's definitely important that before you... I separate you the issues. ...you think about what you say, and also separating the issues because you are not separating them. Census you and your wife, is, yes, ma'am, I'm this, sorry that you guys ha- were, you know, plagued with infidelity and whatnot, have you ever, but I think it's very, very important that you examine that separately. You know what I mean by walking bow-legged, though, don't you? I think that is, like, an ignorant statement, and I think most women out there and men would agree with me that's an ignorant statement. 
And I think if you really sat down and looked at the well, ma'am, it may be ignorant. Logic, you would understand that it is an ignorant statement. Ma'am, it may be ignorant, but I will tell you, it is very accurate. She was walking like a cowboy after a three-day ride. And I, okay. Do not. <laughs> All right. I mean, screw it. Forget it. I'm sorry I brought it up. This is the the talk show host is the guy that called me and wanted to talk about the census. You're the exactly. guy that. Wait, sir. Yes. That's why you should be speaking of the census and not about your interpersonal issues and infidelity problems with your wife. All right. Address Can I ask the census you? apart from whatever issues you're having. My wife never gave me a, get a backstage pass, and she gives it to a census taker, and you don't find that unusual? I Let me ask you a question. How many pillows have you ever had to sit on? How many pillows have you ever had to sit on? Seriously. That's not no, All right. All right. Thank you. Th thank you, ma'am. Are you going to hang up on me? I hung up on him. I. Uh, you know what? It's way beyond the pale, as you were saying, ma'am. I think it's just too bad that yes. he isn't able to, you know, grasp, uh, grasp the concept. Because yeah. it seems simple, yet. Thank you <laughs> very much. Thank you it. for your call. Thank you. 1-800-449-8686, Phil Henry Show. All righty, there we go. That's Phil Henry with his uh, replay. That's, that's the end of it. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. If you ain't, you ain't married to Marine if you ain't sitting on pillows. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, so we're going to take a little break here. We're going to listen to, like I said, a brand new one from Killswitch Engage. Now, I guess uh, I'm not sure exactly when the whole album will be out. I don't. I think it's fall is what I've heard. But here we go. Here's uh, We'll take a little break. We'll be right back. Here's a new one from Killswitch. And this reminds me a lot of the old, old stuff before Howard Jones.
the line? Father James. Father James? How the hell are you? I'm doing fine, Mr. Leroy. I am really impressed with my theme song you got there. Thank you. I've been working very hard to try and do this show more better for the shift heads. Well, it shows. Okay, you, you can turn the music down now. I will do that. Thank you. Screwed it up, didn't you? Yes. Dang it. Yeah, oh well. Father James, what's going on, my friend? Well, uh, you know, I have, a, I have this new uh, a little bit there that I'd like to do for you. And uh, I've heard, now I'm not sure about the, you know, the, the validity of this statement I'm about to make, because I heard it from, well, I heard it from Ricky, so... There's not much credibility there. I got the credibility. Shut up. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get, I get it. What did you hear? I heard you have a, a theme song for this new bit that I'm going to start doing on a regular basis, which we probably won't because we never do any bits on a regular basis, but the military news. You got you got something, you got a theme song for me there, big guy? I sure do. Uh, you, do you, you do have a story for us tonight, right? I do. I got a story from the U.S. Army tonight. All right. Well? <laughs> All right, here's Father James with his military story of the week. Since 1775, the United States Army. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna start again. Since 1775, the United States has had an army. Of course, we know that, right? And for most of those 244 years, it's been called the United States Army. But now the service will drop the words and the initials from its title, calling itself simply Army. A radical rebranding campaign that some hope will dis distance the army from what a senior army leader has said has called a history not reflective of our current values. Acting Secretary of Army Ryan McCarthy told reporters that former NFL quarterback and army historian Colin Kaepernick has recently found countless examples of troubling behavior engaged in by the United States including racism, slavery, genocide, and inappropriate touching. After examining the evidence presented by Mr. Kaepernick, we decided we cannot ask our soldiers of color to wear the name of a country which enslaved their ancestors or tell our LGBTQIAAP service members to display the flag of the place which enacted Don't Ask, Don't Tell, McCarthy said. Kaepernick is currently leading another internal army investigation over historical links between the United States and white supremacist group called the Confederate States of America. According to McCarthy, the Army will terminate its long-term relationship with the United States as soon as the Army can find another sponsor willing to finance its $182 billion operations, such as China or Google. We would definitely... Re <laughs> yeah. well, are you having a hard time? Yeah, I'm having a hard time. We deeply regret the damages may have hurt our soldiers from having to wear the United States flag or call themselves United States soldiers, McCarthy asked. This can only distract from our mission of blowing up sh blowing shit out of Iran or Canada. 
That's because the wall the wall was was very good. What's, what's wrong with this boy? Father James, uh, are you are you going to actually do this military thing on a regular basis, or is this another BS thing? No, I think it's cool. I, I, you know, there's plenty of good news out there about our our, our boys and uh, girls there in, in uniform, and uh, you know I served in the in the Corps back in uh, Vietnam. Did a little little uh, song about it. You should play that again sometimes. I should. I should. That was pretty cool. I will dig that up and I'll play it next week. All right, I don't think you will, but whatever. I'll try. <laughs> All right, boys, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Shift heads, shift heads unite. See, Father James out. All right, it's Father James O'Shag Hennessy on the Leroy Earl Show. All right, and uh, what? The Mister Mister Gorb Gorby Gorby this man Saul's on the line. Saul Saul is on the line. We just talked to Father James. I know, but Mr. Gorman wants to talk to you. All right, put him through. Go, go ahead, go, go ahead, good Saul. I'm telling you, there is something seriously wrong with that child. You need to take him somewhere and have him figure it out. <laughs> You're right. Hey, Saul, Saul uh, you weren't supposed to be on the show tonight. What's up? Well, uh, you did. Uh, I wanted to call up and uh, plug your new album that you're coming up with here with the music and stuff. And I, I appreciate you letting me do uh, my techno song. I would like to play a little bit of it for you, if I could. How are you going to play it? Well, the old-fashioned way. I'm just going to put the phone up to the speaker. What do you think? <laughs> All right. I guess I guess this could be a preview of what's coming on uh, uh, the new Leroy and Earl album that will be out, uh, I'm going to say, by spring, just to be safe. Spring? Jesus, it's going to take that long? It's not an easy process. You know, i got a lot of songwriting to do. A lot of, a lot of The words are the hardest part. i got to come up with funny words. That's true. Uh, I haven't wrote one word for mine, but I do have the, the music down. And again, can I play it? Sure, go right ahead. All right, bear with me. This might take a second here to, to get this correct. All right, I'm going to play my song now for you on the Lee Rynell Show. Here we go. Yeah, I can hear it good enough. Good. Alright. 
funny right yeah it'll, it'll be good don't worry don't worry shift dead this is going to be a, it's going to be a riot what else you got going on, on this album well i do have i do have the words and the music for two songs ricky's going to do one of the intern blues that one's about ready for the vocals to be put in and uh uh come back earl which is a going to be a very emotional song so yeah i like that all right well i appreciate your time boys and uh hey uh, I will talk to you later. I'll let you know when this song is done. I'll, I'll shoot you over at MP3. All right, appreciate it. See you, Saul. All right, that's Saul Gorman. That's, that's Saul Gorman, as you just heard him say. All right, Shift Tits. That, that I did not expect. That was, a, that was unusual on this. What? That was unusual. Yes. I did not know he was going to call and he was going to play music uh, on his phone. I remember when I was a young man. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what? I remember when I was a young man, I used to blow a... Shut up, Ricky. Seriously. You're not in completely in with me yet, so... I just remember when I was young, I was young, you know, uh, a buddy would call, Hey, man, do you, do you have this certain song on the radio or whatever? Did you tape it on a cassette? Like, yeah, put it in a push play and put the phone up to the speaker. <laughs> Play the whole song while my buddy listened to it or whatever. So yeah, that was that was a good old days. All right, thanks for listening to the Warno Show. See you next week, shitheads. By the way, we do have a website. Uh, you need to check it out. Go to LeroyandEarlsPitchShift.com. It's actually LeroyandEarl.com. Stewie was incorrect about that. So if you're listening for the first time to the Adult Cartoon Podcast, I really appreciate it. Go to LeroyandEarl.com to find out more. Follow us on Twitter at Leroy and Earl. That's where all the fun is. Twitter. Officially running for President of the United States.